Owen Marbury was part owner of an IT service business. Now he's locking horns with his ex-partner Devin and fighting for his reputation and his freedom. But when Michaela Stanford, his former college bestie and crush, walks back into his life, he's reminded of the fire that still burns between them. As their 20-year college reunion approaches, they have a chance to rekindle their friendship and explore love once again. But Owen's battle with Devin is getting in the way of pursuing things with Michaela. With Devin breathing down their necks and threatening their lives, Owen must decide whether to give in or fight for his heart's desire. This is the premise of Secret Second Chances, a friends to lovers second chance romance available on Amazon on March 5th. Pick up your copy today. Hi, y'all. This is the Nerdy Romantics Podcast. I am your host, Y.M. Nelson. My intro song is Feeling of Sunlight by Dano Songs. You can find that on danosongs.com. This is episode two. And we are talking today about Jennifer Weiner's book, Big Summer, which is currently out now and uh, has been out since May of 2020. So a little bit of backstory here about my fandom slash mentor in my mind kind of relationship I have with Jennifer Weiner. I I could go on and on all day about her various books, but pertaining to Big Summer, I wanted to kind of talk about why I first fell in love with Jennifer Weiner's books. I read Good in Bed after it came out, uh, probably a few years after it came out maybe even longer than a few years after it came out. But um, I was in the middle of a manuscript, one which I am still in the middle of over a decade later. And the manuscript had a curvy uh, female as the main character. It's, I thought at the time it was romance, but it's actually women's fiction. I was trying to figure out or trying to see the market for that. At the time, the market for that really consisted of a lot of curvy females or women who had weight issues, who were overweight in the beginning of the book, actually losing weight and that being part of the main character's character arc. If you are like me, you'll find that there is a 
very little truth to the whole, yes, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds and I'm going to do it in six months and it's going to stay off. And, um, I'm actually going to get the guy or the girl, whoever you want. I'm going to get my love interest and everything is going to be happily ever after. I hate those books. Um, that do that. I just don't think they're realistic. I was having a little bit of a crisis for why, uh, to, how to do this character. The character is overweight in the beginning and, and at the time I was having her losing weight, but she never gets to her actual weight goal. She's still overweight by the end of the book. And I wanted her to be okay with that, but I was kind of having a problem finding that. And then I read Good in Bed. The main character of that book is a curvy female, and that's it about the weight. Um, she's a curvy female. She stays a curvy female. I, I, I was in awe of this particular book and she had a a love interest in that book and I just felt like there is there has got to be a place for my book if this woman in my book doesn't lose weight but when I first read that book I thought I need to read just about everything else that Jennifer Weiner has ever written I haven't gotten there yet, but um, I do keep up with her books. You know, since then, of course, she she has newsletters. She has, um, you know, I I follow her on Instagram. You know, I do all the fangirl stuff. So about Big Summer. Now, keep in mind that whether these heroines of her novels or main female characters in her novels have been plus size or not, um, you know, you, you can't necessarily tell. She doesn't necessarily write that in for every character. Um, this particular character in Big Summer is plus sized and she's an Instagram influencer And it's really refreshing to kind of see her come back to that. Not that she's ever really strayed from that or anything of that nature, but it's good to see her kind of point that out for this main character. And so instantly I had to have this on my to-be-read list. Uh, Right now, of course, it's been probably at least a decade since I've read Good in Bed or since I first read Good in Bed. And as far as my writing journey, I feel like not only am I going to write my character as plus size, she's going to stay plus size. And I feel like, especially with my romance novels, that it is imperative for me to show a plus-sized woman falling in love and the hero of the novel falling in love with her just as she is, not expecting her to lose any weight 
not expecting her to change at you know change as far as uh, size is concerned not necessarily just saying we love you know her everything about her body and we're going to focus on her body because that's not what it's about but more so that we love her body and her mind and who she is and everything about her and her body is not a detract or a negative, right? Or an obstacle that I have to overcome to be in love with her. So, you know, now uh, there's Jennifer Weiner with Big Summer. And um, I had to have this on my to-be-read list. So this is a review of sorts for Big Summer. Um, And with that, there may be spoilers. So spoiler alert at this moment. If you have not read Big Summer at all and you do not want to be even partially spoiled, this is a spoiler alert. In this now, come back to it after you've read Big Summer. So first here is the premise of Big Summer or the kind of the blurb on, I'm just going to read the blurb on Goodreads. How about that? Um, Six years after the fight that ended their friendship, Daphne Berg is shocked when Drew Kavanaugh walks back into her life, looking as lovely and successful as ever with a massive favor to ask. Daphne hasn't spoken one word to Drew in all this time. She doesn't even hate follow her ex-best friend on social media. So when Drew asks if she will be Uh, her maid of honor at the society wedding of the summer, Daphne is rightly speechless. Um, Basically, it goes on to say that Drew had everything except the ability to hold on to friends and then talk about Daphne and how Daphne is not the same self-effacing sidekick, quote-unquote, she was back in high school. She has a career now as a plus size Instagram influencer and this whole Daphne and Drew friendship coming back into Daphne's life is kind of problematic. That's the premise. Really what I love about this book is is the fact that she is a plus size Instagram influencer and the dynamic between the friends of uh, Drew and Daphne. So Daphne is the main character here. And she in the book is told from her perspective. Also, I'd like to probably interject here. I want to talk about specifically talking about Daphne and about being plus size. I'm talking about that in reference to a comment that I saw. Um, so backstory here on one of the many Facebook groups that I'm on. Someone was reading this novel. Actually, a couple people read this novel and they were talking about in the beginning, 
that it was kind of slow moving for them in the beginning. You know, it's a good book, yes, but it was, you know, it had a lot of backstory. It had a lot of whatever in the beginning. And so it was kind of slow moving for them. For me, I felt totally the opposite of that. And I think the main reason why is because as a plus size woman and somebody who's been overweight pretty much most of their life, um, including some of their childhood, seeing the stories of Daphne and seeing how the relationship between Daphne and Drew, how that started, how that manifested, maybe some friendships between Daphne and some of her other friends, how they may have changed because of the relationship between Daphne and Drew. And then in general, how Drew, uh, excuse me, how Daphne became a plus size Instagram influencer, that whole story is, um, or that whole scene or, you know, her remembering that story is very poignant to me. All of these stories that basically revolve around, in the beginning, that basically revolve around Daphne um, becoming who she is, um, could be, I guess, slow moving for some. But for me, as someone who's plus size, it really was validating to see these stories come out, to see kind of how somebody's psyche um, and how somebody's reaction to the world or how they walk through life is affected by um, how they're treated um, in regards to their body size. And so I think for some people, they wanted to see plot. They wanted to see stuff happening in real time there. But for me, I, I just ate all of that up. That, that It was so validating to me. It was so, basically, somebody said, I see you. And this is something that other people need to realize. Other people need to realize that other people who don't have these weight issues, who aren't walking through life, overweight or obese or um, plus size or whatever you want to call it. Um, This is what they need to see. They just see the struggle. Um, They don't see the struggle. They just see the fact that you're overweight. In American society, that is the last thing you can probably ridicule somebody for and get away with it, which it shouldn't be. But it is, you know, instead of actually looking at somebody and just seeing the weight and not seeing the struggle or not um, understanding the struggle, you, you have half the picture. So the beginning of this book kind of... For me, it was not slow moving at all. In fact, it was just validating and it was taking me to a place where, you know, I remember 
you know, certain things about or certain interactions that I've had that have centered around weight, um, that have centered around health, that have centered around, you know, relationships, right? And how guys react to me, how friends react to me, guys and girlfriends react to me, and and kind of my true friends now, how that whole weight thing really just doesn't even play and and how people who have been in my life you know that may not be in my life right now because they weren't exactly happy with how much I weighed um or how much I weigh um you know how they're you know really missing out again the first part of this book for those of you who are not plus size, yeah, it may drag on, but I think it needs to be heard. And um, I want people to go into it with um, the expectation of actually learning something, learning something about not just these characters, but about how somebody goes through life with a little extra weight on them, not just emotionally, but physically. So that's one area I wanted to address. Another area I wanted to address was um, about this particular novel, which we're talking about Big Summer by Jennifer Weiner. And another area I wanted to address is the whole friendship between Daphne and Drew. Daphne is, of course, the main character here, and she's plus size, which means she's also effectively the sidekick to Drew being this popular girl, this skinny girl, so the guys love her, and wealthy, so rich. Whereas Daphne is more of, I I would guess she'd be more of like a middle class or between working class and middle class. So it's not like she's rolling in the dough. Um, But Drew is rich, not just rich, but rich in New York. So rich in New York City. So rich in New York City means you have society things, you have functions, you have names on buildings and charity names and status things that um, that go along with the money. It It's really kind of a, you know, to me, I saw Drew as just kind of a mean girl, right? I've so been there when the plus size girl is the sidekick. I've actually just been in a, a lot of my friendships, I would say, uh, are ones where I'm the sidekick and I'm totally okay with being the sidekick when you're there for me, right? When you are as much, you know, my sidekick in whatever I've got going on as, you know, I am when you're, you know, having your flowering, shining moment. In this relationship, it's more like a mean girls kind of sidekick kind of thing. And and I really, I, I don't like that dynamic, 
You know, I don't like seeing that dynamic. It makes me feel so uncomfortable. But what Jennifer Weiner really does here is kind of show how on the mean girl side, because I've, I always look at it from the sidekick side, right? That's, that's what I know. But how on the mean girl side, that picture is not as pretty and rosy as we make it out to be. And that, I guess that whole way that um, the popular girl is portrayed is not probably the best thing to aspire to. Maybe sometimes being the, the plus size sidekick or being the sidekick that is, you know, maybe, you know, on the low key, but but getting noticed is probably the better option. So overall, Big Summer is um, an enjoying read, an enjoyable read, but more for me, it's it's also an enlightening read and an empathetic read for me because it's finally somebody is saying, this is how I see you and your story matters. You are there, you are validated. And um, that's refreshing for me. It's a refreshing feeling for me to see that. And of course, a Jennifer Weiner book has got to be good. As many have said, there there is a, a, a twist there, which in the middle of the book, which I'm not going to talk about, but I do want to encourage everybody to read with an open mind. And if you find that the beginning is slow, keep with it because it's going to really pay off in the end. But even more so, try to uh, get a little something out of it more than just an enjoyable read because it's there and our stories need to be heard. So that's it for this episode. Make sure to um, subscribe to my podcast. This is the Nerdy Romantics Podcast. Subscribe so you can get the newest, latest episode. And thanks for listening. Stardate, not too distant future. Brandon is a diehard Trekkie. He's watched every Star Trek franchise episode multiple times. He has several cosplay and collectible uniforms in his closet. Commander Will Riker is his favorite cosplay character, and he's been to dozens of conventions. But he's never met or gotten in a fight with another Trekkie like Phoenix. Phoenix is looking forward to her first Star Trek convention until she meets Brandon. He's nothing like the Riker character she loves to hate. He's combative, socially awkward, and off-putting. But he's so adorable. Phoenix and Brandon keep running into each other, each time more heated than the next. With three days of convention to get through, will they get past the hostility and find what they know is there? Attraction and perhaps love? This is the premise of Stardate, a free e-story for my newsletter subscribers, available on February 1st. If you like Trekkie romance, 
romantic comedy or just like to see a little grumpy sunshine trope, this story is for you. Go to ymnelson.com backslash subscribe and get your free copy.